I'm very self-conscious about sharing with servers my food allergies. But since starting to date John and having a five-year-long relationship, John has reassured me time and time again, like, you would rather know you're not high maintenance. This is something you can't control. And if they have a problem with it, that is not your problem. You may be what you eat, but healthy has a different definition for everybody. From Food Equality Initiative, I'm Sophia Gillespie, and welcome to the Free From Podcast. John and Lauren are partners residing in the Chicago area. John works as a general manager at a restaurant, and Lauren is a clinical research coordinator. Lauren also has food allergies, which brings an extra layer not only to the relationship, but to John's job in the food service industry. So how does this dynamic play out? Let's ask. Let's start with an easy question. How long have you two been together? Um, about five years. Lauren, you have food allergies, but John, you don't. So at what point did food allergies come up in your relationship? It was right away. I believe on our first date, like first time we met um, and we're hanging out, we were actually at a restaurant and I brought it up, especially being that John's in the food industry and very much a foodie, loves dining out and enjoying meals with friends. And I thought it was something that would be important right away because it is a big life change and it does impact people around me. So already on the first date, Mm -hmm. you're like, this is something I should just bring up right away. Mm -hmm. Were you like going out to eat? Is that why it like came up or were you cooking together? Um, We were actually just out for drinks and we ended up grabbing a couple appetizer and I was looking at, it was kind of like a bar restaurant, um, dive bar kind of place. And I remember saying, well, I can't have much. I actually do have a lot of food allergies. I'm just going to get fries. And so it just, those questions kind of spiral from there. Oh, what are you allergic to? And how long have you known? And, you know, what do you typically eat when you go out? And so there was a lot that came from that little first interaction. And yeah, we really just ended up diving in deep from there. That's awesome. So Lauren, were you nervous at all to like tell John about your food allergy? I was. Yeah. Like I said, I I knew from the get-go, I know some friends of John's and knew them before I knew John and um, knew his background and all of that. So I, I was anxious because like I had said, it, it does impact people around me and I didn't want to be that wet blanket dater that I can never go out to certain places and um, can't participate in the lifestyle that John so obviously loves and obviously he works in the food industry and so that was something that I was really anxious about right away. So John a question for you do you remember when she first told you like what was going on in your mind? Um, A little bit I mean I remember being pretty relieved I remember kind of like oh cool okay Um, and then being that I, you know, was on a first date and we had only met once or twice, I was very like excited to get to know her and excited to to hang out with her. So I was like, all right, let's figure out what we can do. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, being conscious of that just, I think, um, developed more and more. Um, but, uh, yeah, excited. Um, it was a good relieving feeling, definitely nothing negative attached to it. Well, that's good. Cause I know a lot of times, um, at least coming from like a person with food allergies myself, I am always afraid it will overwhelm people or, you know, make them nervous or, or concerned. So that's very nice to hear that you didn't feel any of those emotions. Were you already working in the food industry at that time? 
Yes, I've been working in the food industry. Um, I mean, off and on, but mostly since I was about 13, 14 years old or something like that. I've worked mostly in the front of house, so mostly in the service side, mostly in kind of the hospitality and the management side. Um, I, you know, held a job here and there as a line cook for a little while too, and kind of always had interest in um, how are things prepared. Yeah, and that's something I think that, I mean, unless you work in a kitchen, I think a lot of us, you know, the lay people don't know about like what goes on back there. And like as a person with food allergies or maybe someone with other dietary restrictions, that's something that's interesting and slightly, you know, anxiety inducing, I guess you could say. Back to Lauren, have you had an allergic reaction in a restaurant setting before? Um, not that I recall in a restaurant. It was always after the fact. And one time in particular, I left a restaurant and this was when I was getting consistently particularly sick and I didn't know actually what was happening, that it was food related. I thought I was getting food poisoning like once a month at this time and thought that that was very odd, but just chalked it up to that. So left a restaurant and three, four hours later was violently ill for upwards of 10 hours and ended up in the ER and um, they same thing, chalked it up to like a bug that actually happened a number of times that year. And like I said, I just thought it was food poisoning. So I actually did call the restaurant the next day to tell them, hey, I don't know if this happened to anybody else, but I did get really sick. These are the things that I ate yesterday. And they were like vehemently like, oh, you know, there no one else called to tell us that. We're so sorry. They felt awful. But so nothing actually in a restaurant. But after the fact, yes, a handful of times did send me to the ER. Wow. After hearing about that experience, John, um, as a person, you know, who makes a living in serving people food, how did like starting to date someone who's had experiences like that affect how you did your day job? I think, you know, a lot of it is for me, the best service um, comes from the power of knowledge. And so having the opportunity to see kind of you know, not that I hadn't seen it before in real life, but um, being personally connected to somebody who is affected by food in a variety of different ways and different types of food, you know, really gets me um, to kind of dive into a further knowledge of how it affects people and what I can do to minimize that. You know, for so many years, the only allergies that we saw in the 90s and 2000s were someone was allergic to shellfish or allergic to peanuts, and that was it. And that was you had to have an EpiPen and anaphylactic shock and hospitals and et cetera. And so um, I think one of the nice things about the last 10 years, but especially five years, is that allergies and food concerns are becoming more common knowledge and commonplace. And people have opportunities to go to gastroenterologists and get um, you know, food panels done and things like that, um, which allows us who work in the restaurant industry to have a better understanding of those things and how they affect people. So um, I'm definitely more conscious. I'm definitely more educated. I'm definitely more aware um, that it's not just the only time someone can have a reaction is if they need, um, you know, an EpiPen go to the hospital because there's a peanut somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a huge variety of food allergies and sensitivities and not everyone reacts the same way. And so just being able to have that base knowledge um, allows me to have better conversations with people when I'm working at a restaurant. I mean, I have conversations all the time now, at least um, two, three, four, five times a day with people um, about food allergies. And um, I feel like I've got a really good grasp and a handle on it. Um, 
And a lot of that is probably due to the fact that I have a partner who's helped educate me through the whole process. That's excellent. Another question I have is, have you seen anything change like throughout the years, whether it comes to like food preparation and separating ingredients or even um, like what you have on the menu and then maybe something at the bottom that says alert your server if you have allergies or you like incorporate it into the server's um, hospitality, like their little speech being like, welcome to the restaurant. Let me know if you have food allergies. Have you seen anything like that change? Absolutely. Yeah, there's been a huge change in the industry, I think, in the last five years. And um, I don't know if any of that is moving cities to, a, you know, Chicago is a slightly larger um, food industry than is St. Paul, Minneapolis, where I grew up and, and worked most of my life. But there's been a huge change. You know, most menus now can be modified very easily um, for things like gluten and dairy and nuts and all sorts of these sensitivities. Um, a lot of people um, are building menus now intentionally designed um, to have a lot of options instead of just oh you can't have gluten you can't have dairy you can't have meat here's a salad with a balsamic dressing mm -hmm. you know now there's five six seven eight nine ten twelve options for people um, and ways to modify it i think knowledge is also huge um, for instance the restaurant i work at right now um, every server is educated on all of the allergies and kind of things to modify when we go through pre-shifts and we talk about a food focus every week. Um, we address allergies, you know, it's something, hey, what are, what's a common allergy in this dish? How can you avoid it? Mm -hmm. um, and then we also have, um, we use little iPads in our um, like POS terminals when we're bringing food in and that has an allergy guide on it. So if a guest mentions that they have an allergy, the server can look this up and it has every ingredient that's listed there and every cross-contamination possibility and um, oh, they can't do dairy. Okay, cool. Here are the X's and here are the checks kind of thing. So um, that didn't exist at all 10 years ago. And that's re really like reassuring to hear, you know, once again, coming from the side of a person who has food allergies, like you never really know what's going on back there. But like hearing it from you, that gives me a little bit more confidence, not to say that every restaurant is that way, but that it is the industry as a whole is leaning more in that direction. It's becoming more commonplace and people are taking it more seriously. And that's excellent. You know, for everyone's sake, you know, the, the safer we can serve everyone, the better experience it is, obviously. Back to the consumer side. Like, it's great that the restaurants are taking on all this responsibility and action. But obviously, it's still the responsibility of the person who has the food allergies or other dietary restriction to make that known. And so, Lauren, what are some of the precautions you do before dining out? Yeah, that's a great question. So I love the element of surprise, but unfortunately that's been somewhat removed now that I do have food allergies because I can't just walk into a restaurant and pick whatever, have a something I've never heard of or anything like that. I really do have to know what I'm getting myself into. So I will do my research beforehand, look up the menu. I feel like I've gotten to the point where it's been, wow, almost... I don't know, seven, eight years since I was diagnosed with the actual allergies and have been avoiding them. So I know more or less what goes into certain dishes and can be aware in that sense. But I will look up menus. Um, I will read through comments and see if anyone has had issues or if anyone can say, speak to the fact that it's allergy friendly restaurant. Uh, I'll ask John, you know, seek advice from John because he has tried a lot of places and knows what can be modified, especially given his experience in the restaurant industry. Um, and then another thing is I really 
I have in the past and continue still to have some reservations, but I'm very self-conscious about sharing with servers my food allergies because it feels overwhelming and it feels like a burden. I don't want to be high maintenance, but since starting to date John and having a five-year-long relationship and working on my own healing, John has reassured me time and time again, like they would rather know you're not high maintenance. This is something you can't control. And if they have a problem with it, that's, it's not your problem. You want to enjoy the restaurant experience as well. And so that's been really helpful for me is making sure I'm looking into things ahead of time and just being reassured by my partner, someone in the industry who cares about me to say, this is not a burden. This is something that is just a precaution and you should be able to enjoy the dining out experience as well. Yeah. And that's incredibly important to remember that you know, you are your own best advocate. Like no one else is going to be able to speak up for you like you can. And yeah, whenever you are in those places where you are a little bit, you know, you you don't have as much control in the restaurant environment. You're not making your own food. You're not picking out the ingredients or putting them on a plate. So yeah, it's a, it's a big leap of faith in one part, but also you have to make sure you advocate well enough for yourself. Exactly. And knowing in those moments where I'm at the point also where I can take a bite of something and can taste if, and dairy is a big one for me. So I can taste immediately. This absolutely has dairy in it. So a half bite in, I'm like, you know what? Nope, this is not the thing for me. So that's also been helpful too, to, and just tread lightly and, and trust my gut. If I might see an almond in this dish, I'm not going to try to be a hero and power through it. I'm going to send it back. I'm going to be confident in that. So so yeah, I think honestly, just for me, exposure is key. Um, it, when I was first diagnosed with the food allergies, I really just wouldn't go out because I was so nervous and so insecure. And that wasn't a great combination. So I think since then, and being in a relationship with someone in the, in, in the industry who loves to enjoy nights out at different restaurants, that's been really helpful and empowering for me to just use my voice and... Um, know that I'm not alone as well. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, whenever I go out to eat at a new restaurant or I try a new food and like it goes well, I get so ecstatic. Like I am so proud of myself and I just get so excited. And because it is like a huge victory because there's, we're, we're taught so often that, you know, food is the enemy, but like, that's not it at all. Like it's not your enemy. You just have to know how to, how to deal with it. Back to John, I'm just curious about um, like when you two are dining out together, for example, do you ever, you know, talk about the allergies? I was the same way, like I didn't want to be a burden, but my friend would be like, no, I'm going to ask for you. Did you ever feel that kind of desire to do that? Occasionally, yeah, you know, we'll still joke about it from time to time when we go out, you know, um, like Lauren touched on before, I'm a huge advocate um, for people speaking up and, and saying something if they have food allergies or sensitivities, because as someone who works in the food industry, um, you know, what's important to us at the end of the day, or at least to me, um, is that somebody walks out having a good experience, regardless of what that is. And if somebody walks out and um, goes home and feels sick, they didn't have a good experience, no matter how good the meal is, or no matter how good, you know, the drinks and the ambiance and the hospitality was, um, you know, there's this idea of perceived value of, of going to a restaurant. And so, um, we can't help provide that experience if we don't have all the information necessary. And so I always tell people, you know, not only Lauren, but friends like, Hey, 
speak up and say something. That way I know that I can help you have a good time. Um, if you tell me that you are allergic to something, like that's awesome because that allows me to tell you what you can and, and couldn't have and what you should stay away from and et cetera. So um, yeah, I occasionally will um, speak up and say something if you know Lauren maybe doesn't feel comfortable or doesn't want to. Um, I'll gently maybe poke or push her to say something, but um, for the most part, you know, Lauren advocates for herself really well. Although I will say there's been once or twice where I don't know if I'm being totally forgetful if I've ordered something and I've forgotten to say no cheese. And then John will be like, you forgot to say no cheese. And we'll go track down the server. So <laughs> there are moments where, yes, I'm an adult. I can take care of myself. And it's very helpful to have someone <laughs> to, to catch those things when I, when I totally miss it. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's lovely. I, I'm glad that you both are having such a good time enjoying food together and doing it safely and, and advocating for each other and making sure you both have, you know, as pleasant an experience as, as possible. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for me is, like I said, um, I, I love it when people advocate for themselves. I love it when people are just honest and open and say like, cool, um, this is something, you know, like I can't eat these things and then allow us as, as industry professionals to help work and navigate through that menu with you. Uh, you know, I'd like to think that a lot of us take our jobs very, very seriously and we are very educated and we care about the people we're serving. And so we want them to have a good experience and um, don't ever hesitate to say something and, and you know, mention food allergies and um, we'll make sure you have a good time and don't go home sick. Mm -hmm. Yes, don't go home sick. That should be the restaurant industry motto. <laughs> <laughs> We hope so. It could be the baseline, maybe. Yeah, baseline, baseline. Yeah. Well, thank you both so much for coming on to the Free From Podcast. It's been a pleasure to speak with you both and get a little glimpse into your lives. So thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Sophia. The Free From Podcast explores how food is medicine for different bodies and how we can all benefit from eating better. For more information, please visit foodequalityinitiative.org slash podcast. Produced by Aria Bins and sponsored by Food Equality Initiative, I'm Sophia Gillespie. Thank you for listening.